Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. And thank you for tuning in. This is episode 105 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Minions. So, Tim, uh, you've had a really exciting week this week. Uh, yeah, more of an exciting day. Uh, the rest of the week was like work and stuff, but um, today we had to do a short version of Adventure Time Tuesday. I did. So I took the kids for Adventure Time Tuesday to the library because all of the best adventures start in a book, right? Yeah. Unless it's a video game. And they got to pick some books and I broke something. I le- I was leaning against... You broke something at our local library? I did. I was trying to look That's o- tax dollars money. I was trying to look over this guy's shoulder because he was in the graphic, novel, this graphic <laughs> novel section and he was in front. And I was leaning against this um, plastic thing that was holding up some books like oh, on, no. on display on the end cap and it totally sheared off and I'm like oh crap and like nobody came up so I just kind of picked it up and put it on the shelf and walked away <laughs> so uh, that sucks yeah it did suck um, but later after that we went to this place called Popcorn Cove the hell um why is it not Cove? Popcorn Cove. That'd be so much better. It's Popcorn Cove. It's amazing. Um, it's really awesome. I'm going to let you experience secondhand what Popcorn Cove is a little bit later during our Tasty Treats segment. Okay. But Is the, this like flavored popcorn? Yes. Because they had this in Alaska and I fucking loved it. Um, not not when not Alaska when I was there last time, like when I was a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. They had a popcorn place. You walked in and had like 40 different flavors of popcorn. Uh, yeah, basically. Really? At least 40. And I, I brought some interesting flavors. Okay. Um, so the main thing I was doing was uh, driving across town to kind of do this panel or interview um, on the Bet on You podcast run by um, John Reed. And he is a great interviewer, and his show, uh, Bet on You, is kind of about finding people who have found their passion and pursue it. Hmm. And this week he wanted to talk about gaming because he feels games have changed a lot. Yeah. Um, since he started playing and since I've started playing. So he interviewed me um, on the older end, kind of like he is, and but I'm a bit more into gaming than he is, so that's why he's interviewing me. And then the other person he was interviewing is a guy named Bailey, who um, is part of this uh, Nest of Giants crew, hmm. and they are pro players um, putting together a team um, for Counter-Strike and um, Overwatch. Oh, wow. 
So um, it was really cool to get that different perspective. That's really cool. Um, so we had a really good uh, conversation, and I'm really looking forward to the edited final show that will come out next week. What day, do you know? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, it comes out when it comes out. All right. Um, I need to submit a bio. I can't forget that. Um, but shout out to both of them. Um, Bet on you podcast. You can find it on iTunes. Sweet. I'm going to have to go over and listen to that. You know me and my iTunes podcast listening. Well, he uh, interviews one of your professors, actually, I think. Uh, Chris oh really? Yeah, oh, that's cool. Because Chris Martin does some pretty interesting things for videography. He does very cool things. So he tries to find people that have specialized and are excited about like one thing. Sweet. Um, so he doesn't do a whole lot of episodes, but every episode he does is, is amazing and really good to listen to. Sweet. Uh, I'll so check definitely it out. check out Bet on You podcast on iTunes, and uh, look up Nest of Giants. And it's it'll be cool to follow follow a team like right in their inception and yeah. See, See Local they, team. See how they do. Uh, I think they're moving to... I'm going to get it wrong now. It was either Corvallis or Eugene, one of those okay. um, college towns. And the confusion is because John said one and it was the other, so now I'm confused too. But okay. but they're starting up um, a little community and a team, and they're going to go kick some butt. Um, Bailey's incredibly talented, and you can read his bio and stuff huh. on Nest of Giants. You can find him on Facebook, Twitter, all the rest. Sweet. So, yeah. Um, that was really cool, and... Totally worth the drive there and back to where Beaver- was it? Beaverton. Oh, that wasn't too bad. I Beaverton guess Beaverton areas, and then um, got came back and did the Fetch Time Tuesday, and that was pretty much my day today. But it was it was a busy, fun, cool day. That's awesome. So, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, apparently, I have an introduction to Mr. Robot. Yeah. So we were talking before the show, and you revealed that you didn't know what Mr. I still haven't googled it. I haven't had time. So what the hell is Mr. Robot? Okay, so. I'm guessing at least half of our audience knows what Mister Robot is. For those of you who don't, I'm gonna play a short trailer right now. But while we're doing that, I'm gonna give Zach a much deeper VR experience to introduce him to Mister Robot. So All right, let's see we'll be right back. What I'm about to tell you is top secret. A conspiracy bigger than all of us. There's a powerful group of people out there that are secretly running the world. I'm talking about the guys no one knows about, the guys that are invisible. The top 1% of the top 1%, the guys that play God without permission. And now I think they're following me. Employee number ER2806529. Just a regular cybersecurity engineer, but I'm a vigilante hacker by night. I usually do this kind of thing from my computer, but this time I wanted to do it in person. I started intercepting all the traffic on your network. That's when I noticed something strange. That's when I decided to hack you. Evil Corp, the largest conglomerate in the world. A monster of modern society. I think you secretly hate it here. No, I love it here. <laughs> Exciting time in the world right now. Exciting time. What do you want from me? You sent something wrong with the world. You know it controls you and everyone you care about. You said there was a project. What's the project? What if you could set in motion the largest revolution the world will ever see? What are you talking about? The single biggest incident of wealth redistribution in history. This is it. Time to shut them down. Their networks are getting attacked. $13 billion. That's exactly how much they've lost. Who did this? Every record gone. One guy, the whole thing comes down.
Oh, hi. Elliot, just a tad. Just a regular cybersecurity engineer, but I'm a vigilante hacker by night. So I almost felt like we should skip ahead to the tech talk right now. So, Zach just got done watching a 10 minute experience of uh, Mr. Robot, so what do you think? That was friggin' sweet. I'm gonna have to go back and watch, like, you said there's two seasons? Two seasons. It's, Is it I, going right now? Yep. Yeah. Shit. Um, but what about the VR part? That was friggin' cool. I was spinning around in my chair trying to keep up with everybody, though. Yes, you were. And I need to get more room. I found that there's this desk underneath here, or a thing underneath my desk. And we do have to say that setting up and getting to the content was a real pain in the ass. It was. Like, the, the layout... But of, how often do you do that? I mean... I know, but... Like, if they want people to use this and buy content on this, they got to figure out their layout better. Like, the they game, do. the games are all there for my library, but going out and finding videos that I actually know what I want... Yeah. And... It was a pain in the butt. And I had to update a bunch of stuff, and the stuff wasn't on the Google Play Store. Well, that's kind of funny, though. Please take your device out and update. Yeah, we had went, we spent more time setting up than actually watching the video, so that part needs to improve. Yes. I'm looking at you, Mark. Yes. This is my phone. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's our tech talk out of order. But back to what you've been doing this week, Zach. So, other than just having my mind blown... Literally and figuratively, and then having joint juice in my face during the VR is pers- like luckily there's not like a perspiration or like they should have like a smellometer plugs in. If I've been thinking, I could have like uh, you know blown if you I could have found your uh, vape rig and like blown some smoke. In your face. <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Um, other than that, this week. Um, we found out they're having a boy. Congratulations. Yep. So a little link. Sweet. And, uh, Here with time. Exactly. So we got that done and said... He showed with, you his master sword? He showed me the master sword. And then apparently he has big biceps. So I'm assuming he's doing push-ups or something. That's pretty talented. Yeah. So we're going to have this massive baby that at like three years old can come right back. kid. Right out What's kid. What's up? <laughs> right kid. They can come and like beat up people for their, his dad at PAX. <laughs> like, don't fuck with me. My kid will beat you up. <laughs> Good. I'd be happy to tag him in. I'm not a fighter. Oh, dude. Just think how much more trouble I could get into. You and my son having to protect me? So sweet. That means double the trouble for me. So. Um, and then I helped my wife today, actually, up until like seven ish in or no like six fifty ish in her classroom before we recorded tonight moving boxes so i went from work to her school to help her like unstack boxes um and then i hung out with q on skype for a little bit cool and then i also have spent like 10 hours on the phone trying to consolidate three company accounts into one company account boy that sounds like fun it was a lot of fun let me tell you um, and just so happens we got a new person today on the phone that knew exactly what to do, and it seems like it should all be taken care of, so... I love it when a plan comes together. Exactly. So, that, uh, 
you know, six to ten hours before today, and then probably like an hour today, she got done everything that we needed to get done. So that was awesome. And that's what I've been up to this week. But we've been playing a lot of the same games this week. Yeah, so, fair amount, yeah. Yeah. Why don't we go head over to our game talk? Sure. Um, you want me to start? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you said just go over, and then you just stopped. So I've been playing this uh, game about an astronaut exploring a distant planet, kind of wandering around and uh, finding stuff. Maybe a game you've heard of, Lifeless Planet. So, um, yeah, I need to finish that game up for review, and I'm at least halfway through it. I've also been playing Bear With Me for review. Okay. I'm having some issues occasionally. Bear with me, we got some issues here. Yeah, uh, twice I haven't been able to exit a room. Um, Once... Once one of those other characters was invisible, and then there was an item on the floor that was also in my inventory. The hell? So that whole room was screwed up, and then basically the game did an autosave in that spot, and I reloaded it, and everything was fine, and I got out of that room. But then I went to another room, and you know when I put my cursor over to the left side where the door should be, there's just it's nothing. It's not lighting up the exit, so I'm kind of hung on this spot. So. I, I mean, is it released? It just came out today. Um, and did you get yes. a pre-release? I did. Um, it's updated, though, so... Oh, wow. I don't know, then. So, hopefully we'll... Bear to- with us. We're having some issues. Um, then we both got a code for um, Absolute Drift. I think it's called the Zen Edition, or... Something like that, yeah. And I'll let you talk about that in a minute. Um... But we both got to play... Well, you got to play all the way through. You didn't play it all the way through? Well, you know what happened. I uh, know. Uh, we're talking about uh, Batman the Telltale series. Yeah. And, um... Oh, yours didn't work after so it that? So it was working fine when it released. Um, but I guess some people were having issues where the game would default to the onboard graphics card instead of the, you know, extra graphics card they put in. So they were getting low frame rates and complaining and whining. So... Uh, Telltale released a patch which defaults now to um, go to the, I don't know, what would you call it, external graphics card? Yeah. Instead of the integrated one? Yeah. Well, I'm running an alpha and all it has is an integrated graphics card. I might be able to come fix that for you. Well, how? I mean, it's just an INI file I run in there and just type in. Okay. Or if I could roll back the updates because it was working fine before. Okay. Um, so I'm at least two thirds through it, and it's been great so far. But I'll let you talk more about it since I'm not gonna talk about it then if you haven't done it. Well, just don't talk. I don't about know the last where one. you stopped. But we reviewed the game, and um, you put up a playthrough. It's I on did. Plug and Play Cast and um, Plug and Play Cast. I mean Plug and Play Gamer dot com and the Bud Smashers dot com. I think Plug and Play Cast dot com goes to us too. So it's I know, okay. but that's not our main <laughs> site. Nope. Um, and then, uh, so I kind of skipped ahead to our site news on accident, because we're doing everything out of order today. Exactly. Um, but what have you been playing? Um, well, I played Absolute Drift, which I called... What did you think? Absolute... Never mind. <laughs> so, I think it's the stupidest thing, like... Why? There's no, like... The car just goes on its own. Yeah. It's so fucking annoying. You're just supposed to kind of zen, zen out and, like, drift everywhere and relax. No, I was getting, like, road rage. Like, you son of a bitch, why'd you do, like, a 180? Man, you're so tightly wound. Y- yeah. You need some of that Mr. Robot stuff. You need some of that Puff Puff Magic Dragon. Puff Puff Magic... Yeah, probably. So it wasn't your game, huh? was not my game. It was fun for a little bit. 
Did and you then, like the look of it at least? I did like the look of it. So it's very clean, um, very like everything's white, and then when you drift, you leave little lines. Little, little tire skid marks all over the place. To me, it's kind of like a Zen garden, which I think is what he's going for. Probably. Like you know, when he scraped the sand with mm-hmm. a little rake. And, yeah. and it was fun up until a point to when I actually wanted to do shit, and then uh-huh. I couldn't do it. So You're all trying to find objectives. And it's yeah, like, yeah. And that's it's exactly it. what I was trying to do. All right. So, well, it was like, hey, smash seven of these blocks and then continue to the next area. So I tried to do it, and then, like, right before I'd, like, dr- get into, like, my drift, I'd, like, go too much, and the car would do, like, a 360 and go the opposite direction. <laughs> and I'd be like, you son of a bitch. So, um... Any other games you hated? Uh, yeah, Battleboard. Yeah. Uh, uninstalled Rage Quit. Uh-oh. So I found out that I didn't have to do the prologue, so I just jumped into a game. <laughs> so I jumped into a game and have no fucking idea what was going on, so I just so, rage quit it in the middle of the match and left. So you kind of needed that prologue? Yeah, that but I still was like an hour and a half into it and wasn't through yet. So. Gotcha. Um, I also played Other Scrolls Online this okay. week for a little bit. Um, ran around, did some more MMO uh, single player game play um, I played Fable Anniversary Edition um, so like every year or couple years I get like this urge to play Elders or Fable uh, basically any kind but generally Fable the Lost Chapters um, and Fable Anniversary Edition is just that except for it's an HD remake Okay. so I jumped into that and started playing the crap out of that and then I also played Telltale Batman so what did you think of that? I really enjoyed it. It's cool I playing as Bruce Wayne. I can definitely it? see, like, places where the frame rate frame rate would drop, um, and actually my recorder that I use tells me the frames are going between. It was going between like sixty, and it would drop down to like fifteen. Oh wow! So um, yeah, I could definitely see where there was terrible like shearing and dropped frames all over the place. But I still had a lot of fun. The story seems really interesting, really good. It's not focusing so much on Batman yet as it is focusing on Bruce, um, which is kind of cool. And these bloody movie tickets. So, I'm going to ask about the first, I think, major decision point. Okay. Did, did you shake his hand or not? No, fuck no. All right, right Did on. you? Nope. Okay. Which, yeah, I'm not sure that was the best, smartest idea, but you know what? what Batman does what Batman wants. Right. So... Um, I, what were some of the other major decisions that you had down the road? Let's just stick to that one. I don't want to spoil the whole thing. For okay. It. I mean, if you want to spoil it, you can watch the playthrough. Exactly. So, um, that's what I played this week. Um, we just did Tech Talk. Yep. We just did Site News. Yep. Watch our playthrough and review on buttonsmashers.com and pluginplaygamer.com. So, apparently one of our listeners thinks I have a mental health issue. Because, yeah, well, uh, you pretty much said you did. Yeah, because we got, like, site feedback last week after uh, Is Zach a Serial Killer podcast mm-hmm. episode. And uh, CP writes in and says, Zach, you should listen to Mental Illness Happy Hour. It's a substitute for hashtag certain skill. And all I'm going to say is, is Mental Illness Happy Hour sounds like the perfect podcast name for me to start, <laughs> like, a serial killer podcast with. Yeah, well, they tried. They so, tried to help you. I'll, I'll check it out. So last, last, week we asked, last week we also asked you a question. How do you feel about that one game? And we put a poll up, and 0% of you said you loved it and are playing it right now. <laughs> but, you know, maybe all the people that were playing it didn't have time to answer the poll. Maybe. So there's that. 25% said they could care less, and 70% said, what game? <laughs> um, and then we um, also got some responses from uh, Vmort1010, take my money, is okay. what Vmort said. 
Uh, Skyrim Addict um, said they played about an hour or so. It was very tough. More survival than exploration at the start. But I'm in for more. Um, so thanks for your feedback, guys. I guess uh, at least some of you liked it. Yeah, sweet. Um, well, that brings us to our tasty treats. Yes. But before that, Tim? Um, why should you like us and rate us on iTunes? Yeah. Uh, because every time you do, a fairy gets its wings. I don't know. Dude, you want us, you, you need to check out these tasty treats. Alright, sounds good. We're gonna be right back after this music break. Treats in hand and bowl and bowl. So, why don't you describe the scene in front of you? All right. So, I have a door shutting, and I also have a. Well, I have two glass bottles. One's for you. One's for me. Guess which one's for you? Martian poo. Yep. And then there's also an Indian Golden Ale Breakside Double India Pale Ale. So those will be what we uh, wash down our other tasty treats with. And then the more important thing we have here is we have green, pink, normal color, and cheddar-looking popcorn. Let's pour our tasty treats because we're going to need them to okay. wash between flavors here. I'm not going to tell you what these flavors are. I want you to guess. Okay. So I'm cracking open my India Golden Ale from Breakside Brewing. And I'm drinking Martian Poo. Next time you'll get your own tasty treat, won't Next you? Next time I'll get my own tasty treat. Next time I won't go help my wife. I'll say, fuck you, I gotta go get a, my go get a tasty were, treat. My kids really happy thinking that you'd be drinking Martian food. <laughs> For some reason, that doesn't surprise a, there's me. There's even a green turd on the label. There is a green turd on the label. Here, right. I'll take a photo of this real quick. Alright, that'll be up on our Facebook page, you guys, or Twitter my account. Beer, my beer's delicious. Is it delicious? It is. How's your Martian poop? It smells pooey. Probably radioactive. Well, maybe get some superpowers. Fucking sweet. Alright, start wherever you want. Um, pick a Martian color. poo sm- like, tastes like bubblegum or something. <laughs> I'm going to make this awesome Alright, so he's going for the Normal looking popcorn I'm going to have some too Was that like Like a basil or something? No Onion? No What? Thanks more Once I say it, I'll be like Oh yeah Sea salt? No. Ranch? No. Well, fuck. Tell me when you give up. Episode 107. We're still guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to take all night. Just give up already. I'm not going to give up. We're going to try a different flavor then. No. 
This is not going to be fun to listen to. All right, no, okay, I give up. What is it? Dill pickle. Oh, damn it. Okay, that makes sense. All right, I'm going to clear my mouth with the Martian poo. Hold on. <laughs> Jim, don't you dare spit your even beard be- up long. This is even better than I imagined. All right, I got bubblegum Martian poo in my mouth. All right, he's going for the orange one. The one he thought was cheddar. It's cheddar. Nope. Have some more. Dear God, what the hell? It's fucking cheddar. No, it's not. Have like five at once. I'm having five exactly at once. Notice any sensation going on in your mouth at all? No, it's fucking cheddar. <laughs> what is it? It doesn't taste spicy at all. Jalapeno, maybe? No, it's a sriracha. Oh. I didn't get that it's, at it's, all. It's a pretty mild application of salt. I would have put more sriracha in it if I was making this. I was going to say. It's a little bit... Uh, pretty much tastes like cheddar. No, it's, there's a sriracha in there. I can taste it. It's just not hot enough for me. Martian poo back down again. Yeah. Um... Now we're going to go with the green Martian poo not looking stuff. Almost dropped one. Apple. Nope. What the hell? No. Not apple. Jolly Rancher? Closer. Apple Jolly Rancher. No. Alright, big hint. It's a soda. I'm trying to drink? I don't nope. fucking know. Mountain Dew. Well, it's not. <laughs> I'm striking out left and right here, people. It's Mountain Dew. Now that I say it, you taste it, right? No. It tastes like citrus Mountain Dew. Alright, you better get the last one. The last one's pretty easy. <laughs> the dill was pretty easy, I <laughs> You want to the, the dill actually is really it totally tastes like pickles if you can imagine popcorn it tastes like pickles it totally does taste like pickles now that you know alright it's like our best segment we're eating popcorn for like 10 minutes it's pretty fucking great mm-hmm. so try the last one hold on I gotta get some martian poo drink your martian poo maybe the martian poos was throwing me off this last one's my, my son's favorite Watermelon. Yep. Finally, awesome. finally you get one. It's super sweet. Alright, so that's our tasty treats. Uh, flavored popcorn, um, thanks to... Martian poop. Yep. And Martian poop. So, we've had our tasty treats. That usually means it's time to kick it. But, but. we do a lot of shit differently this week. So, Tim, why don't we head over to the... We're yeah. just going to mix everything up? No, fine. That's going to really get screwed with me in editing. Okay. So, my ticket is called um, Mein Kafan Drone, and I'm going to let the um, person developing this talk about it for you. Every single day on this planet, someone is injured or killed by a landmine. Removing them is very time-consuming and dangerous. Millions of landmines lettered the landscapes of the war-torn countries around the world. My name is Masuda Sani, and I want to change this. 
Our mission is to solve the landmine problems within 10 years. In 2012, we have launched our first Kickstarter campaign. It is called the Minecafon. A low-cost wind-powered anti-landmine detonator, it rolls along on a desert. When it hits a landmine, it blows itself up and it destroys the landmine at the same time. After three years of hard work, we brought our mission to the next level. Now we are very excited to introduce you our newest robotic invention, the Minecafon drone. It is an airborne demining system which aims to reduce landmines in less than 10 years globally. Minecafon drone flies above a dangerous area. It uh, generates a 3D uh, map. Then it detects landmines with a metal detector and GPS coordinates. The drone has a robotic arm which places detonators on top of a landmine and blows them up from a safe distance. These three methodologies combined makes the Minecafon drones up to 20 times faster than the traditional technologies. It is safer and up to 200 times cheaper. Imagine if we could fly with hundreds of Minecafon drones all over the affected landscapes worldwide and free the world from landmines. Now it's our final goal to bring the Minecafon drones to a pilot. In order to be able to test them on different environments and weather conditions, this is needed to prove and show to the demining organizations that the Minecafon drone is faster, cheaper and safer than the existing technologies. With such a disruptive approach, we could save thousands of lives. We need your support to make this happen. Please join our campaign and let's have a landmine-free world because one less landmine means one safe life. We are looking forward to collaborate with you on this project. So landmines are a huge problem all over the world. Um, they cause death and horrible injury and there are methods in place already to get rid of them but they're very time-consuming, expensive and dangerous for the people doing it. Um, having a robot do that is cheaper, it's safer, and he's hoping to demonstrate that through this Kickstarter. So he's got 21 days to go. He had a goal of 77,000, he's already 128,000. So that's great, it's going to be backed. Um, he should have the money hopefully he needs to demonstrate it and maybe get the program rolled out in a bigger way. Um, if you want to pledge to support, you can get a personal message for $6, you can get a bracelet for $13, um, you can sponsor uh, 7 thousand square meters of minefield 3d mapping for $19 or oh, 10, that's crazy or 10,000 square meters for $28 um, for $33 you can get a drone phone case um, you can get a miniature uh, minecafon uh, drone like a mock-up miniature for 83 uh, goodie box is 138 with a bunch of stuff and I'm gonna skip ahead to give me the granddaddy yep that's what I'm going by the way, I can take the Sriracha now. <laughs> For $5,500, you get your own uh, Minecafon Machina with Robotic Ripper. I've always wondered if there's if there's mines people are planting around me just to blow me up. There isn't really in our area, fortunately. Um, so yeah, that's my kick it. Um, he's trying to make some drones that can fly mm -hmm. in the sky so no man can die. Zach?
He had another Kickstarter, by the way, to help save people's lives, too. He did. He had a previous uh, Kickstarter that looked like a giant um, koosh ball that rolled yeah. over the minefield and just whatever. Blew shit up. Yeah, it was just pretty set awesome. everything off. So, now what's he doing again? He's, he's making a drone? He's making a drone that can fly uh-huh. in the sky Yeah. so that no man can die. Awesome. Sounds good. I like that idea. Very admirable. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they can do barrel roll. Mm. This, this drone doesn't look like it's kind that does a barrel roll. It's got mm-hmm. a thing hanging from the bottom of it. All right, fine. You go ahead um, and tell me about your Kickstarter while I eat some of this delicious popcorn. In the event of my death... Okay. ...is the name of my Kickstarter. I get all your Zelda stuff. That's what... The, well, I have a son now, so... God damn it. I know, right? Doesn't that suck? All right, I've got like six months. <laughs> You're exact. <laughs> you got like six months to die. You need to die now. <laughs> so, thing that caught my attention about this Kickstarter is, Abe, I said, in the event, if I die. Second thing is, their picture says, honk if you love dying and being dead. And you, it's a bumper sticker. You would honk. I would honk, and I want that for my vehicle. Um, but Is that one of the rewards? I'm not sure yet, but okay. anyways, we're going to talk about this. So okay. this is a documentary about the mysterious disappearance and the death of a drive through funeral home owner. Mr. Wait, wait. Drive through funeral home. Okay, now that is the part that threw me off too, right? You never heard of that, right? No. Never heard of this. Okay, so we're gonna go through the history of drive through funeral homes because this is. I like this. This is, is this gonna yeah. be long. A little bit. Okay. So, I got popcorn. <laughs> you got popcorn. So, so fully operate operational oh, drive don't through. Ever, don't ever mix sriracha and Mountain Dew. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Fully operational drive through funeral homes today include the Paradise Funeral Chapel in Michigan. Okay. With ergonomical features for a convenient viewing from the comfort of your car. Because <laughs> it's, it's all about convenience. Exactly. You're saying goodbye to Grandma. I want to be, be convenient. Now, this one we could go to, and it kind of excites me. Okay. We could drive to L.A. The Adams Funeral Home in Los Wait, Angeles. Like, like Adams Family? Yeah, like Adams Family. The Adams Family Funeral Home? Exactly. Oh, shit, I want to go. Boasting an ironic yet comforting bulletproof viewing window. What's the point of that? <laughs> Why would you well, waste money on a bulletproof window when you're viewing someone who's already dead? Well, I'm wondering like, if maybe his family's not inside or something and you just want to do a drive-by I'm shooting so- as you go by in L.A. <laughs> just one more time. i got to shoot it one more time. <laughs> just one more bullet. The Junior Funeral Home, which apparently you have to be young to be a part of, in Pensacola, Florida, okay, that's closed the, because that the business all the fun out of it. <laughs> it closed because the business couldn't catch up with the technology. The failing operation was supplemented by political bribes and promoted with cards slipped into the community outreach meals for the elderly, reading, "In the event of my death, please contact the Junior Funeral Home." <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> so. This is a documentary that's going to focus primarily on the mysterious circumstances surrounding the disappearance and death of Willie Jr., mm-hmm. a well-liked city counselor and the owner of Jr. Funeral Home until his disappearance in 2004. He vanished on his way to court in the heat of a political scandal involving bribery, racketeering charges, and one month later, his remains were discovered underneath his hearse driver's <laughs> porch. <laughs> so... I shouldn't be laughing, <laughs> but I am. So, Junior's death was officially ruled a suicide underneath the porch for some freaking reason. That's where I'd go. Yeah, exactly. The bottom circumstances leading up to the event can uh, continue to inspire inquiries, debates, and even a punk song entitled Willie Jr. by, local gr- by a local garage band. 
Um, so yeah, I'm interested because drive-through funeral homes seem like epic, and I would probably go to one if I like they're around. I'd be like, "Who's in here today, huh?" I love the backing levels names. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go over this. This is obviously, I believe, in. Uh, yeah, it's in Canada, so it's Canadian dollars. You have to read the names at each level. Pledge, uh, cremation. That's social media. Level. Yeah, social media shout out. Access to the production blog. Pushing daisies, limited edition. First three contributors get a twenty-five dollar gift, uh, or twenty-five dollar. Contributors of twenty-five dollars get the reward of a hundred dollar contribution, which includes social media shout out, extremely special thank you credits in the film, access to the production blog, digital access to the film upon release, MP3 download of Punk Song Willie Jr. DVD of the film, and coffin vending machine art print, which is kind of cool. That's pretty epic. Pine casket. Mm-hmm. You get the social media shout out, access to the production blog, thank you, and digital access to the film upon release. I'm not going to read the rest of these, but I will go to the highest one, but I will read the names of each one. $50 to get you the maple casket. $75 gets you the mahogany casket. $100 gets you the popular casket. $250 gets you the ash casket. And $500 oak casket. $1,000 cherry casket. $2,000 walnut casket. $5,000 immortality. And that is the granddaddy of them all. $5,000 Canadian dollars, which is also the equivalent of $3,830 U.S. dollars. What a bargain. Yeah, what a bargain, people. You get a social media shout-out, extra special thank you in the film, access to the production blog, digital access to the film upon release, iTunes, MP3, download of Punk Tong Willie Jr., which the other ones were in iTunes. They were just MP3s. Now you're getting an iTunes one. Pretty Ooh, epic. We're on iTunes. DVD of the film, Coffin Vending Machine, art print by... Florida painter Daniel Ryan mystery souvenir and a handwritten thank you note on a postcard from one of our filming locations pair of tickets to the premiere of the film including travel and accommodation Mm. that's crazy exclusive pre-screening of the film with an opportunity to submit notes executive producer credit on your own title card your name or the name of your production company on select promotional materials for the film plug and pray productions presents if I may die. In the event of my death. Oh, well, whatever. But I like the sound of Plug and Pride Productions presents. Me too. That'd be pretty freaking sweet. So if we so, come up with 38, what was it, $38,000? Yep. $3,800, sorry. $3,800. And, uh, yeah, so they have six days to go. This will be pretty much done by the time this podcast comes out. It's definitely not going to make it. It has... It's uh, going to need a miracle. It's going to need a miracle. Uh, it's going to need a couple of those 5000 Canadian dollar tiers. Yep. Um, they're looking for 12256 which is a very specific number. That is weird. And they're look- they've already got 1746 So, I mean, 20 backers. Pretty small for this late in the game. But I thought it was cool. Entertaining. Kind of a history piece. You had popcorn. It was good for a movie. It was. It. Yeah, I had so. lots of popcorn. Alright, moving on out of Kick It and over to Game Industry News and Events. Alright, so... Um, There's no events this week, though. No. That's like really. in two weeks. Something like that. So, a study came out um, linking video game and academic performance. Okay. 
Children who play online video games tend to do better in academic science, math, and reading tests, according to analysis of data from over 12,000 high school students in Australia. The study uh, I said bite into a Bill one, or Dill one and didn't realize it was Dill. Oh, yeah. You'll know. Yeah. The study found that students who played online games every day scored 15 points above average in math and reading tests and 17 points above average in science. What? But they can't prove a positive correlation. They just... They didn't use me as a study because I sucked in those subjects. Well... You need to move to Australia, apparently. Um, they also looked at correlation between social media use and PISA scores. They concluded that users of sites such as Facebook and Twitter are more likely to score 4% lower on average. And the more frequent the social networking usage, the bigger the difference. So, kids, get off Facebook, get on Xbox. That's the moral of that story. Not Xbox, PS4. Whatever. Whatever you've got. So we got a story about NBA uh, 2K17. I think maybe you should read that one. Are you filming my mouth popcorn, guy? Oh, fine. Okay. New video game botches Michael Jordan's face. Is no! <laughs> Michael Jordan's depiction in new video game is like Charles Barkey elbowing an Angolan basketball player in the chest. Painful to watch and totally unnecessary. <laughs> NBA 2K17 created digital versions for each of the 1992 Olympic Dream Team builders. Oh, my God. They totally fucked it up. Who celebrate their 25th anniversary next year. Oh my but god! The, the internet was less than pleased with the results, particularly Jordan's image. I think we have to post. Oh, have, I gotta post this. We gotta post that on the uh, on the episode notes for this. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> so, yo, NBA Two K Seventeen, what have you done to Michael Jordan's face? GQ Magazine tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Why does Michael Jordan look so weird in NBA Two K Seventeen? Australian gamer and YouTube star Champ Chong wrote. Other users appropriately brought out the crying Jordan meme. Um, so yeah, it looks really, really bad. Oh my god, that is terrible. Mm-hmm. They're all terrible. Actually, Scottie Pippen ain't too bad, but the rest of them are just freaking, uh, wow, oh no. Jordan especially, though, looks looks really bad. So, there's your uh, NBA 2K17 news for today. Oh, that's not making me excited. All right, on to happier news. So, um, Bethesda tells IGN that they are absolutely um, looking to develop uh, NX games. Really? Yes. Pete Hines of Bethesda says... Um, wait, wait. Develop or publish? Mm, Big difference. Looking into the possibility of putting its games on Nintendo's next consoles. Okay, exactly. so it could be just publishing. Could be publishing. Because they're a publisher now. They, they could make... be bringing Skyrim HD. That could be. Oh, don't launch sound. Don't launch sound. Obviously, we haven't put anything out there definitively about the NX. <sighs> just stupid thing. All right. And I just killed it. Mmm, Martian poo. You're drinking your Martian poo. Um, obviously we haven't put anything out there definitively about the NX, Heinz said. It's absolutely something we're looking into, and we'll see what comes of it. Okay, so they're not, like, saying absolutely, but they're definitely looking into it. And Nintendo needs third-party support. That's the one thing that Wii U definitely was lacking in, was third-party support. Mm-hmm. But that would be great. Like you're saying, Skyrim on X would be epic. That would be freaking sweet. But that's the end of our news for today. Sweet. Well, we got game releases. All right. Coming out Tuesday, August 9th. Nothing all that exciting. No Pants Guy, PS4. Ollie Ollie, Epic Combo Edition, PS4. Fahrenheit, Indigo, Prophecy, PS2 Classic of PS4. Weird. Arcade Archive, Soldier Girl, Amazon, PS4, Blade Ballet, PS4, Brutal, PS4, 
Caladrius Blaze PS4. Emily wants to play PS4. Now that sounds like a fucking VR porn game if I ever heard of one. <laughs> Emily wants that, to play. That's the most exciting game that came out on August 9th, uh, 2016. Wednesday, August 10th. Mo Rains Die. Mo Rains Die. And PS4 UK. Yep. Uh, Thursday, August 11th. One night in Karazan, a Hearthstone adventure, Android, iOS, Mac, PC. Tadpole Treble, Wii U. Uh, Friday, August 12th. No Cam Lie, PC. And that brings us to this week's question, guys. What's your favorite popcorn flavor? That's it. What's your guys' favorite popcorn flavor? How do you like your popcorn? Do you like it suttery? S- suttery, which is salty and buttery all at once? Do you like it just salty? Do you like it buttery? Do you like do you like the uh, dill popcorn? The apparently... What the fuck was this again? Monster? No, Mountain Dew? I know, can't lie. I'm liking this sriracha. Sriracha is my favorite. Mm-hmm. All right, bring us to the other episode so we can get more popcorn now. All right, sounds good. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. Facebook dot com forward slash plug and play show i'm not even drinking tonight i'm already repeating myself you're drinking martian plug and play yeah this martian poo got me going ooh uh plug and play gamer.com the buttsmasters.com and as always guys don't forget to prime and shine I can't spin this quick. <laughs> God damn it. You don't have to see everything. I do too. Beat shop. Ruby's barn girl. See? Hey! No! Fuck you, yellow screen. God damn it. Blue screen. Whoa. Oh, they're dancing over there. This reminds me of like the Fremont Street thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, each one of the like things is doing a little bit something different. on the floor. Oh, I'm above their bed. Got it.